Hi, this is John Madden, and when I'm not getting little Asian children and stuffing them inside turkeys, which is stuffed inside a duck, which is stuffed inside a sheep, for Thanksgiving, which sometimes, if I'm inclined, I stuff that inside a fat African child, I'm listening to Sick and Fucking Wrong, because it's awesome. Mmm, baby. Welcome to the Godcast. Your weekly source for religious news and views featuring Archbishop Lance Wackerly and Rabbi D. Simon. And on this week's show, we discuss the importance of marriage. The parents of Natalie, Robbie Hill, and Casey Lane love how they have two different surnames. Probably not married. I don't know why she has a different name. It's this liberal fucking bullshit. Celebrity gossip. You should feel shame and the celebrities should feel shame. Don't absolve people from shame without asking me first. And the difference between Judaism and Christianity. You know what, people? Jesus is like the tooth fairy. Doesn't exist. Fuck off, it's sick and wrong! Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, G. Simon. And I'm Barney Frank, and I'd like to introduce the other host, Lance Wackerly. Thanks, Barney. Hey, well, what's up, Barney? I didn't know you were here. Oh, you're just stopping by? All yeah. right. Well, uh, it was good to see you again. The Castro's that away. Dude, Goodbye. I- God, I hate when Barney Frank's in my apartment. <laughs> just by surprise, he's like hiding under the bed, or I, I don't know it what he's doing. It smells like Depends and Astroglide. Yeah, and cigars and uh, just uh, used condoms discarded all over the place. God, it takes me hours to clean up after he's here. Uh-huh. So, uh, what's up, Wackerly? It's the uh, Thanksgiving show here of Sick and Wrong, episode two oh two. Yep. Um, you know, I th- figured you'd be a little bit more excited. Isn't Thanksgiving like your favorite holiday of the year? Uh, I don't believe I've ever said that. You love, you hate Halloween, but I thought you oh, loved Thanksgiving. Uh, it's I'll say it's my favorite holiday. That's like saying, you know, it's my favorite that you method of torture. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when you were a kid, were, were you always like kind of stoked Thanksgiving is around because you get to like sit no, around no, and God, no. gorge yourself? Or is no, it... Thanksgiving as a kid sucks. Because you're forced to hang out with your family. Yeah, for like a really long extended period of time. Was there like a big... And then all your friends go out of town or you're out of town, so you can't even use the long weekend to, like, you know, drink cans of malt liquor and, uh, I don't know, peep on your, uh, you know, the chicks you have crushes on. Yeah, yeah, because you can't because your friends are out of town or they're with their families. They're busy. They're otherwise engaged. But... When uh, you were a kid, did you have like a huge Wackerly family reunion where like, you know, Uncle Wackerly's there and uh, yeah, the in-laws? Quite often, yeah. Yeah, that would, have been, that would have made it much, much worse. Didn't you do that? No, uh, the um, Simon Thanksgiving was always just, because most of our family doesn't, you know, didn't live in the state. So yeah, we'd but have they lived to travel. in Chicago. Well, some, occasionally we'd travel, but That's we just kind of stopped do. doing I had to it. travel to Indiana. Ah, God, that was horrible. So then not only do you have to do road trip, then you have to go do a family dinner. Or they all come to your house, which also sucks. Because then they're like, they're sleeping in your bed and you're sleeping like on the couch. 
It was always just a shitty holiday for me. I mean, I just, it's, I don't even eat that food. Uh, but no, I remember going, uh, do, you know, as a kid, and, and they'd always forget that I'm vegetarian. And I uh, usually call me a, a faggot or a pussy. And then I'd be stuck eating, like, uh, you know, mashed potatoes and, you know. Were they like, look at your faggot greens. brother. He's eating a ton of shit. He's gorging himself. Look at his belly. It's totally distended. And he's a faggot. You're a super faggot. Yeah, no, exactly. It was just, it, they, they would torment me. It was just a traumatic time for a vegetarian. So I, it's good. It's, I was really happy when I moved out here, you know, on the West Coast. Because I didn't have to deal with those Thanksgiving family traditions. Right. You've had to go to your girlfriend's family. You know, that, and that's another thing I was thinking. I'm giving thanks for this year about not having a steady girlfriend. Is Now I don't have to go deal with her family either. So I don't have to do, this Thanksgiving, I don't have to do shit. I could sit in my room jerking off to porn, internet right. porn, all day long if I wanted to do. Except you told me you had to work on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why this Thanksgiving is going to particularly suck. So what about you? Do you have to go to your girlfriend's uh, Thanksgiving? No. How'd you get out of that? I put my foot down. <laughs> nice. Wackily wears the pants in this relationship. Yeah. We'll Is it because you're it scared of her dad? Isn't her dad like Sinbad or something? No. I, I thought <laughs> you told me he was like Sinbad. No, the comic with the big, the, you know, the, yeah. uh, the elastic the sailor pants. Came, the sailor came before the The comic. windbreaker and I think pants. He had pants like that too. That's why they call him Sinbad. Oh, is that, is that why? Because of the yeah, pants? Yeah, the Sinbad pants. I never knew that. I never put the connection there. But I thought you said her dad was like Sinbad or no. Carl Weathers or something. Yeah, he's like Richard Roundtree. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you, you fear him and you don't want to go deal with it? Pretty much, yeah. So what did you tell your girlfriend? You're like, I'm not going over to your house, period. Uh, yeah. And she was cool with that? No. <laughs> and so just a huge fight start? Yeah. And so are you going to get in trouble when uh, she comes back? Probably. When you see her again? Yeah. It's well, worth she, it, though. She doesn't live with me, so. Yeah, so you're coming back. Maybe she won't come back. Maybe she won't come back. And her mom lives in a different city, too. Well, it's you, too much traveling. That's you, don't seem, you don't seem too broken up about it. Uh, I think it's good to take a stand, dude. Think how bad that would I would just be so annoyed suck. if I had to go down there right now and then go all the way back down there for another... Vi- uh, it's just... I'm not going to bring all this out on the, on the craft. But what I'm saying is it's like with, with girlfriends, a lot of guys can empathize with this. It sucks to have to go spend a whole Thanksgiving day with your family, but going to have to spend a whole Thanksgiving dinner with someone else's family... Is right. that much worse? Well, the worst of both worlds is when both of your fam- you're dating somebody and you know, both of your families, or you're married, for God's sake, and both your families live close by. Double. And then you got to double it up. You have to do two Thanksgivings. You do. You have the Friday Thanksgiving, or maybe the Sunday after Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, You've got to do equal time for equal pay. See that? That's why separate I don't think but I equal. Could ever... Separate but equal. I'm gonna date a foreign chick. No, 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 no. Foreign, foreign, or like ethnically foreign? No, I'm going to go buy a girl from Russia like that Bester guy did. I don't know, dude, because foreign chicks uh, oftentimes are even closer to their families than Americans. Of all the countries on the face of the earth, Americans are the least connected to well, their no, family. Okay. I'll buy one that was like in the, uh, you know, the hu- that was human trafficked. Like I'll buy yeah. one that was stolen from her village and maybe a refugee child whose parents were butchered. <laughs> okay, so something like that. Yeah. You know, actually, you should start up a website right. where it's like you have refugee children, no family, don't ever have to deal with any. But of the, the last thing you want to do, and no offense to any eth- ethnic. Uh, Girl-wise, ethnicities, but uh, the last thing you want to do is date like an Asian chick or a Mexican chick. Why? Because their families are oh so my good, god, their families so, so families. Yeah, 
Yeah, God, that's the worst. I and wish- and uh, like you know, the Mexican family, they're just going to pressure you to impregnate her by the time she's you know sixteen, and have like four kids by the time she's twenty two, if that's even biologically possible. And the Asian chick's mom will just disapprove of you altogether. <laughs> and then, and then you got to eat what they serve you. Yeah, that which is even worse. Uh, that could be good or bad, depending. I think if you're talking about what food you're going to get force fed, I think I would pick the Mexican. I would go family. for Mexican. There's some good Chinese food and you know Japanese food, Korean food, but on balance, most of it's disgusting. Yeah, I would probably go for the Mexican. Yeah. But so the only thing I look forward to on Thanksgiving every year, because I really do hate that wretched holiday, is watching the Lions lose. So that would be that would be entertaining. Yeah, they're playing Green Bay. Yeah, so I'll get to watch the Lions lose, and that'll be that'll be kind of entertaining. <laughs> now, but you know, it's not just a question of whether they're going to lose. Are they going to get blown out by? 50 points, 30 points, 20 points. I think it's going to be over 30. I would... Oh, see, now I can't... I'll, I'll take the under. All right. Well, maybe we'll I bet... Say uh, under 30. I think they're going to they're gonna really prove themselves this year. They're going to get beat by less than 30 points. I think points. they're going to be beaten by over 30. Over so 30. We'll, we'll All right. Uh, it's, it's on record 40 of now. Mickey's. We've got it on tape. 40 of Mickey's. We've got it on tape. So, one thing about Thanksgiving. If my girlfriend invited me over to her Thanksgiving dinner with her family, and her dad was Charles Manson, Uh I would definitely go. But yeah, let's just say, okay, her dad was another notorious serial killer. I would definitely go. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that's out. You could maybe go to the prison and have a special Thanksgiving meal where he's on one side of the glass and you guys are all on the other side, like a Hannibal Lecter style thing. I would definitely do that. Now, that would be a Thanksgiving you could talk about. It'd right. be a Thanksgiving with a story. The food in prison sucks, though. Even but worse so, than your, your just normal Jewish Thanksgiving Day meal. Well, I think it's funny that most people tend to give thanks that their dad is not Charles Manson, <laughs> except for Matthew Roberts over here, who just discovered two days ago that his dad is Charles Manson. Really? How do you find that out? Um, well, he's an adopted child. I guess he might have found out a little longer than two days ago, but this article came out a couple of days ago. <laughs> the facts are out now. He's been I'm trying just... to suppress it, obviously. Well, I guess he he's went public with it. have a hard time getting it. a job. But, uh, so like many adopted children, Matthew Roberts set about finding his biological parents with a mix of nerves and excitement. And here it is, Thanksgiving miracle. Thanksgiving miracle. Yeah. I never understand that. When you're adopted, trying to find out who your biological parents are. You know, I guess I, you'd like to know what diseases they have. So I was going to ask them, you but... about that. If you were adopted, you wouldn't want to know who no. your parents were? No. What, what if your parents were famous and had tons of money? Um, that's like buying a lotto ticket. I don't buy lotto tickets either. Okay, let's What say if you... I won? Oh, it'd be so great. Here's $5. Oh, I lost. All right, let's say... More likely than not, they're going to be extremely annoying, want money from me. Um, they'll be like overly religious or something. Tweakers. Or have a disease. Like, oh, son, I'm glad you found me. I need a kidney. <laughs> great. <laughs> but let's say your mom is Cher and uh, she has tons of money. Wouldn't you tell your adopted parents to fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, see ya. It right. was cool. For thanks yeah. for raising me for eighteen years, but I'm yeah. out of here. You're assuming I haven't told my adoptive parents to fuck off already. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you have no interest in finding out their true identity. I think you know it must suck to be an adopted foster kid, orphan, whatever you, uh, the proper term is. But one good thing about it is that you don't have any parents to deal with. Yeah, no, I, I guess that is a good thing. I think I would be interested. I'm curious by nature. I, w- I wouldn't mind finding out who, who my real father was. But right. if, if you think about it, you're reared by this adopted these adopted parents. Yeah. 
Probably literally if they it's a are. foster parent. Yeah, but they, but <laughs> they, they are your real parents. <laughs> kids. They sometimes rear them. But so anyway, uh, could you imagine the odds, the Vegas odds on this? Um, so Matthew Roberts hoped that discovering his father's identity would help him to work out what made him the man he had become. Mm-hmm. But nothing could have prepared him for being told his dad is none other than serial killer Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. He's not really a serial killer. No, but notorious killer. Notorious uh, cult mur- leader. murder guru. Yeah, notorious <laughs> He's a murder cult guru. But what's funny is, like, I'm surprised. So this dude's 41 years old. I mean, it's taken him that long to discover that his mm-hmm. father, yeah. his biological father, now, I Charles see his Manson. picture there. He looks just like Charles Manson. Well, that's what it they never say. never crossed his mind. <laughs> that's what they say. He bears a haunting resemblance to his father. And if you look, if this dude looks in the mirror, wouldn't he be like, I'm surprised it never dawned on him. I mean, Manson's such an iconic presence. Right. It's like you see Manson's face over everything. Yeah. I'm surprised he was just like, you know, if I get this confused look on my face and draw a swastika on my forehead with a Sharpie, yeah. I look exactly like pen. him. <laughs> I mean, they, this guy, we're, we're going to post a picture. I wonder if picture. he ever went as Charles Manson for Halloween before he actually <laughs> knew that he was Manson Jr. Well, this guy actually sounds like he sucks. He's like some kind of hippie. Oh, yeah. Gandhi-loving freakazoid. I thought he was a DJ. Yeah, but he's still, you know, he probably DJs a Grateful Dead or something like oh, that. Oh, he's not a cool DJ, like General, DJ General Butt Naked? No, no not that cool. <laughs> but so this guy, uh, you know, he bears a haunting resemblance to his father, finds out his dad is Charles Manson, and he sank into a deep dis- depression after discovering his identity. Right. And think about this, dude. When, I don't know. If I found out my dad is a notorious killer like Charles Manson, I would be like, high five. You know, this is something I'm going to cash in on. I can now write books. I can write, you know, I can go to the prison, visit with my dad. Right. I mean, this would be such a big deal. Instead, my dad's a rabbi. Yeah. Not a killer. I don't know how many books you could write. You could at least go on Oprah, though, once. My dad cut the tip of my dick off. It was horrible. Maybe you could go Oprah. on Oprah anyway. Oprah, hold me. You know, she's almost <laughs> shutting the show down. Yeah. You're missing out on your chances. We got a year. I know. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to get on that. Wish you could do a podcasting episode. Personalities of podcasting. Personalities of the podcraft. So, would you be upset or would you be elated that Manson's your father? Uh, It'd be something, you know, uh, it'd be an opening line at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my dad's Charles Manson. No, really, look at me. I look just just like Charles Manson. Where are you going? (laughs) He'd have to get that confused look with the eyes. See? (laughs) And I'm a little schizophrenic, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he said he didn't want to believe it. I was frightened and angry. It's like finding out that Adolf Hitler is your father. Uh-huh. Eh, you know, I think uh, Hitler or Pol Pot's a little bit worse. Well, yeah, historical figure. I guess Manson's a historical figure, too. A little yeah, bit but okay, time. but just look at body count. Yeah. Pol Pot, it's like, okay, I guess I'm a descendant of Pol Pot. Pol Pot actually had kids, I think, though. Yeah, but right. wouldn't it suck? Wouldn't Hitler you be like, didn't. No, Hitler never did. He's closet gay. Yeah, I mean, and he had one ball. He had one ball. I don't think he. I think Pol Pot had two balls. Uh-huh. I think Pol Pot was reproduced. One was named Paul, and one was named Pot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Matthew here grew up in Rockford, Illinois, and he didn't know he was adopted until his sister told him when he was ten. He loved his adopted parents, but he always knew he was different from them. I guess they're they're great people, but they're very conservative. So Matthew, who now lives in Los Angeles, began investigating his family history 12 years ago, and he contacted a social services agency who located his mother, Terry, in Wisconsin. (laughs) He wrote to her straight away, and the early exchanges will be familiar to adopted children everywhere. I guess uh, she was really excited to find her son. She confirmed she was his mom, and she told him that uh, she had named him Lawrence Alexander. 
but she didn't tell him a surname. <laughs> oh, you know, which surprises me because why wouldn't it be her surname? Um, because he was born long enough ago that it was still a tradition to to pass it on. The, yeah. Even if you're not married, sure. you still pass on the father's yeah. surname. It's all about the seed, not well, the egg. <laughs> <laughs> so this puzzle here is missing a crucial piece. He didn't know who his father was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terry remained Terry tight- wouldn't tell him. She remained tight-lipped about the identity of the father. But after he pressed her for details and a string of letters, she eventually revealed the truth. Apparently, Terry had met Manson in uh, 1967, which is two years before the Manson family murders in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. He was just a crazy guy at that point. He was just a crazy cult leader. But back then, everybody thought that it was cool to be crazy. He's hippies. I mean, think about it. He's charismatic. He, you know, he's a, a hippie, a young firebrand. He'd go down to Hate Street. Girls would love him. He'd offer yeah. him drugs. Well, I don't know if I agree with uh, charismatic drugs. Yes. Well, he definitely. Uh, I think he definitely shagged a lot more chicks than I did at that age. Yeah, and didn't he? I mean, the way that he attracted men was he convinced the girls to have sex with all the men followers too. He was basically like, if okay, you, if listen, you... <laughs> I'm a pimp. I can get all these chicks. Just come hang out. In my commune thing I got going on, you'll get laid every day, and we got a lot of LSD. So back in 67, uh, his mom, Terry, had been one of the many, many women who were transfixed by Manson's charms. He was a charismatic man. Um, Her father tried to chase Manson away when he met Terry, calling him a white trash biker bandit. But she found him hypnotizing. So she hopped on a bus with the family, ended up in San Francisco. There she claimed she was raped by Manson in a drug-fueled orgy. Raped. After which she, re- she returned home to Illinois, and uh, Matthew was born in, uh, on March 22nd, 1968. Right. She never Was a, abortion illegal back then? Or? You know, I'm surprised. It's like if, I guess she didn't know that Manson was going to be this infamous cult leader. So at the time, she was just like, well, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm just going to have the kid. She didn't get raped. That's the key to the story. What are you saying? She's a slut? She was a slut. <laughs> she was a hippie slut? Maybe she reformed her slutty ways, but she's just saying that she got raped now to save face. Like, oh, I mean, what do you tell people when you meet them? Manson raped me. Or, no, I had sex with Manson and actually had the kid. <laughs> I was a groupie. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry no, I imagine... about that. Not a good judge of character. So, I'm Terry. <laughs> she always believed Manson was the father of the baby that uh, she gave up for adoption. And then after seeing a picture of Matthew, her worst nightmare was confirmed. He's the spitting image of Manson. Same oh. nose, mouth, eyes, large forehead. He didn't look so much like Manson, like, right at birth. <laughs> didn't have the beard and all that shit. Long black Come hair. out with a swastika on his head, <laughs> screaming about the Mommy. government. Mommy. <laughs> and black people. <laughs> uh, like his father, Matthew's a songwriter and a poet. He's even worried that he may have inherited his father's schizophrenia. He says, I'm not nuts, but I've got a little bit of it. It's scary, and it's upsetting. If I get worked up, my eyes get really big, and that's really freaked some people out before. I think his dad can say the same thing. (laughs) He says, I don't even like the fact that I'm big. It makes me even scarier. My hero is Gandhi. I'm an extremely nonviolent, peaceful person and a vegetarian. Could you imagine if Charles Manson heard that? He's you a know what else was a vegetarian? Hitler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hitler was a vegetarian. Get off your vegetarian horse. So after discovering the truth, it took Matthew five years to pluck up the courage to write to his father at Corcoran State Prison in California. Manson replied to Matthew's letter straight away and has since sent him a string of ten handwritten notes and postcards <laughs> signed with the wartime Nazi symbol, the swastika. You know what's funny about this 
is how does uh, Manson know how many kids he's had? Uh, oh, he doesn't. Do you think about it? How many drug-fueled orgies has Manson had? Well, the funny thing about that is you could write Manson and say, I'm your kid. <laughs> and, he'd write, I- and he'd write you 10 letters, and you could put that shit on eBay. That's what I propose, a sick and wrong experiment here. Uh-huh. We should have a fan write to Charles Manson. You say, don't want to do it? I mean, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it, but but uh, that takes effort. Whereas we have fans with right, plenty right. of time. But like I just said, you could probably sell his replies on eBay for money. I thought your juke law would come right out when I said that. I guess I could, but what I'm saying I think is we could have a losing fan. Its edge. No, listen. We could have a fan write to Manson and send us the letters. And you'll get a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, maybe two. So uh, Matthew said that uh, Manson sends him weird stuff. Always signs it with a swastika. At first, I was stunned and depressed. I wasn't able to speak for a day. I remember not being able to eat. But now, I'm just intrigued. I guess the uh, letters mainly rambled and said crazy things, but Manson did confirm that he could maybe be his father. Oh, not committing to anything. He doesn't want to pay child support after all these years. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure you're going to get a lot from Manson. From his prison industry job. (laughs) He'll send you a license plate. In another note, Manson talked about meeting his uh, Matthew's mother. He wrote, I remember her. We came back to L.A. on the super cheap train. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And Manson, who grew up without a father figure, even compared his childhood to Matthew's. You got the same father I got. A hobo just left on the midnight train and died. Uh-huh. Lost at sea. Uh-huh. And this guy was like, uh, actually, I had a really nice foster family. They <laughs> loved me and gave me Christmas presents and birthday presents every year and came to my graduation and uh, wasn't anything like yours, Charlie. Yeah, my dad never dad. Um, actually mentally coerced uh, young, uh, impressionable women into going and uh, committing gruesome murders of celebrity wives. But yeah, but my dad was just kind of, took me, uh, played catch in the backyard, <laughs> went on picnics at Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so in the last uh, one of the last letters that he got a couple of years ago, Manson sent his son his prison phone number, mm-hmm. but Matthew has never made the call to his dad. Really? Yeah, Matthew's never made the call. Well, He's, it's the holidays right now. Now's the time. It's Thanksgiving. He says there's always been a subconscious block. "Quote unquote." What I'm worried about is that you think you're going to meet your birth mother or father, and I imagine you do have butterflies when you meet your actual biological parents. Yeah, and you think they're going to love you and welcome you with open arms, but he's not that kind of person. Well, I would hope he would be in a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they put him in like a Doctor Lecter outfit with a thing yeah. over his mouth and a straight jacket? So, what do you think this reunion would be like? Let's say he called up his dad. And uh, instead of having, you know, he decided to surmount the subconscious block and was like, you know what, I'm going to give dad a call and see what's going on. How, how do you think this conversation would play out, Wacker? Well, it's probably something like this. Bring, bring. That's the worst bring, phone. Bring. That's the worst phone ring I've ever heard. It's no, like, you're going to start. <laughs> it's an old school one. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Charlie, it's for you. Get over here. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hey, Dad. It's me. I was thinking about maybe uh, coming out to Corcoran Prison uh, to maybe visit. Maybe like in next March, April, around Easter or something. Uh, what do you think? Wait, whoa. I don't live in anticipation, woman. I live on now. 
okay, I'm not a woman. It's your son, but <laughs> I guess I don't have to wait that long. Like maybe I, I could come out on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, we could have some turkey. I'm sure you guys have good uh, prison kitchen there. Maybe I could bring some like games or something, Trivia Pursuit or chess. Or we could. I I don't really know you that well, so I don't know like what games you like to play. Maybe uh, cards or something. As long as I can reach in your mind and control your fear because you're a coward. I'm going to play any game that I can play on you all the way to the White House. And then when I take over, I'm going to laugh and say, you were a bunch of weak people. I don't see how you made it this far. Uh, <laughs> lost me at the White House, Dad. I <laughs> Doesn't sound like maybe you don't like games so much, but uh, uh, how about music? You know, you're in prison. You, you probably don't like get the latest pop music. Maybe I could bring some like MP3s. They have these new things called iPods. I could just bring my iPod. We could maybe get some like... You know, dual headphones. We could both just sit around and listen to music. Uh, I got the new Jay Z that just came out. Does that sound like something you'd want to do, or uh, what do you think? And then you'll have them goddamn monkeys jumping down down in the street singing that motherfucking oh, rap. That's shit. a little racist. You about something that they <laughs> Word, Dad. catching it from right on. It was giving it up from your children laying down in the gutters, dying, trying to hold your motherfucking ass up. while some egotistical punk wants to be a rock and roll star? Oh. Uh, well, Dad, it was really good talking to you. I, I don't know if this visit's going to work out. Uh, uh, I, my wife's calling me. Uh, I got to go. I'll talk to you soon, or maybe not. Okay, bye. Wackerly, I, I commend you on that. I think that's exactly how it would have played out. That was but, an actual recording. Yeah, yeah what was it? was a guy talking to his dad. <laughs> but, you know, if you think about it, I can understand why um, Matthew here would have misgivings about calling yeah. his father. Right. Would you give him a ring? Um, I probably would try it. I just would avoid uh, games, rap music, um, you know, planning for the future. Maybe some other <laughs> things that I would avoid. But every call would get better. You would know what Charlie's hotspots were and what, you know, would calm him down. So um, he mentions if I did talk to Charlie on the phone, I would say I truly understand what it's like to be you more than anyone could ever imagine on so many levels. There's a lot of shite. Yeah. He's my biological father. I can't help but have some kind of emotional connection. That's the hardest thing of all. Feeling love for a monster who raped my mother. I don't want to love him, but I don't want to hate him. Yeah, she wasn't raped. <laughs> so if you think about it, what's worse to find out on Thanksgiving? That your dad is this notorious killer, uh -huh. and this infamous figure, or, or that your mom's a hippie slut? <laughs> oh, both are just really bad. What if you found out your dad's Barney Frank? That's biologically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen. Uh, I don't know. Barney, what do you think? I'm not any man's father. That's part of the reason I chose this lifestyle. I'm not a fit parent, okay? I have never been inside a vagina. I've got congressional duties to do. I don't have time to be wiping some young punk's asshole. <laughs> I'm now I'm back to the Castro. I know, it's that way. We told you. Get out of yeah, here. I, I didn't even know he was still in the apartment. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing in your closet. So people I, I thought he was out of the closet, to tell you the truth. <laughs> So people keep this in mind. Thanksgiving holiday, you have much to give thanks for. Namely, that Charles Manson isn't your dad. Yeah. People, we wish everyone a uh, happy Thanksgiving here. It is the Thanksgiving show, and uh, you have much to give thanks for. Namely, um, butt plug November. That's a good thing to give thanks for. Oh, I thought you were going to be thankful it's almost over. <laughs> yeah, no, I am actually kind of thankful it's almost over, because Dildo December is just around the corner. 
Okay. So I would <laughs> I would read the uh, Adam and Eve promo that we tend to do normally here on the show, but I don't have to. And the reason I don't have to is because of my man Felipe, who produced these kick-ass spots for us, Wackerly. Felipe? Yeah, Felipe. Okay. Felipe's cool. You know, I, I take back everything I've said in the past about Mexicans. I take How it back. How do you back. know he's not Puerto Rican? Uh, same thing. Brown person. <laughs> but, um, you know, big ups to Felipe for producing these kick-ass spots for us. He did these two Adam and Eve promos. And he even did one for the forum. They're very professional. You could tell that this guy worked for radio. I mean, if you hear it. So listen to this. Here's Felipe's Adam and Eve promo. I'll play another one a little later in the show. But uh, thank you, Felipe, for doing this. All right. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, people, there you go, adamandeve.com. Just when you're checking out, use Diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E. And, uh, yeah, you get 50% off uh, your first purchase, free shipping, free gift, and free three adult movies, which you can watch with the whole family right after Thanksgiving dinner when you're, like, full after eating so much food and you're just sitting there on the couch. Right, but you can't see your dick because your gut is so sort of protruded out well, over, think your, about it, over dude. your genitalia. After the Lions are beaten by 60 points... You know, you just want to put in a, a porno and just watch it with the family. Just jerk your cares away. <laughs> just jerk it away. Everybody's <laughs> asleep by the end of the game. Yeah, that's So then true. you have the whole living room to yourself. Yeah, and I love how old people, it's like as soon as they've gorged themselves to the point of capacity, it's like half hour before they're sleeping. Old people are all your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wackerly, this is episode 202, the Thanksgiving special here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 201. We did three listener stories. Uh, listener A sent a story about a Ruski cannibal who ate mom pasta. Listener B sent in a story about a bionic sphincter. Uh, you know, people wrote in saying that the sound of the Six Million Dollar Man was kind of a hybrid between both of our sounds. Well, <laughs> it was more metallic. Somebody with some audio skills be- could put both sounds on top of each other. And, make and then the it would have been perfect. Sound. It would have been perfect. Uh, listener C sent in a story about uh, there's at least one way to hang a horse. Well, the story that won episode 201 is the Ruski Cannibal. 177 votes. Wow. Uh, listener two, uh, the Bionic Sphincter came in second with 61, and I was surprised that uh, the, the horse hanging only had 32 votes. Nobody cares about animal cruelty anymore. Yeah, but you know, if, the, if it was a kitten that was being hung, or like five kittens, mm. that, that story would have won. But it's a horse. I don't horse. think kittens are heavy enough to hang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it would be I think difficult. they just kind of sit there <laughs> hanging from the noose. They're like, meow, meow, meow. So cute. Little fluff balls, like, floating in the wind. you just pet them. It's like one of those wind chimes, but a kitten chime. I like that. Kitten um, chime. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I should. Congratulations there, listener A. Um, uh, you won with your uh, Ruski Cannibal story. You got a sick and wrong care package. Well, people, you know the way sick and wrong works. Where I can I come the internet for the most disturbing news times of the week. We present them here on the show. Audience votes, and uh, winner gets a case of beer, or uh, we throw in a wild card listener submission. You get a you get a sick and wrong care package. Well, this week we got uh, three really great listener stories. Once again, mm-hmm. uh, one story in particular was sent in probably about seventy times. 
Um, I think people know which story I'm talking about. Right. So we're going to do three so listener submissions. did you pick the first hot chick to send it in? <laughs> As is the normal rule. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> but before I start this, I want to do a quick two updates here that were sent in um, by some keen listeners here. Uh, two updates on some previous stories that we can't use, obviously, but uh, there's some updates. Uh, so uh, one was sent in, only a government worker could be this devious, wishing you a sicker and more wrong 200 episodes, Matthew. Matthew pointed out... Is that out, the correct grammatic way to say that? Sicker and more wrong? I guess it would be sicker and more wrong, not wronger. Because yeah. wronger is not a word. He sounds like he's kind of putting on airs. Like sicker he has an English degree wrong. or something. He probably does. <laughs> so uh, do you remember that census worker story you did from Kentucky a while back? I remember every story I've ever done. <laughs> Trust me. <in> that <laughs> so uh, you did a story about a U.S. census worker who's found naked, bound with duct right. tape, and hanging from a tree with fed it, scrawled across his chest. His fed name tag was taped to him. As it turns out, he killed himself and staged his death to make it look like a homicide. <laughs> yeah. He was found I, strangled. I can just think of Walter from The Big Lebowski. Kill this fucking self, dude. He killed this fucking self. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a pretty creative way to go if you think about it. I guess he was suffering from lymphoma. He took out uh, two major life insurance policies and uh, then staged this whole uh, homicide. Yeah, I don't think it is that great. I mean, we've done a whole intro about best ways to kill yourself. And you'll remember all three at least were better than pretending like you got killed by hillbillies. I mean, yeah, it's but, good. Uh, it's not. It's just not great. Okay, you know what I would have done if he really wanted to convince them is like maybe jump from a tree and land on a pitchfork. I would if you're gonna pitchfork up the taint. If you're gonna pretend be, you're being killed by somebody, like you know, headhunters. <laughs> Some people would be like, "Oh my go. god, there's headhunters in the hills of Arkansas." Or whatever. Are you talking about the guys that like go to other corporations and try to recruit people? No, the African ones. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> the deep African ones. <laughs> I don't trust those headhunters either. No. So thank you, Matthew, for pointing that out. And uh, definitely an interesting twist on that story. And the uh, second uh, update here was sent in from David. He writes, Morning, fuckers. This was in the UK Sun on 11-21. Looks like they built him a new head. Remember that, Chad? They got his head smashed in and his uh -huh. skull was deformed. So they filled it in with Bondo or they something? They had built like a metal plate and just filled it in with Bondo. Nice. I got a picture of it. We'll put it on the uh, main page. Yeah. So thank you uh, for sending in still those updates. Still stupid, though. <laughs> it's still <laughs> brain dead and retarded. Still a Chav. You know, it's not like he's going to become Stephen Hawking overnight. Uh -huh. So, Wackerly, um, let me kick off episode 202, the Thanksgiving special, uh, with my story that... Um, Came all the way from a girl who lives in Calgary. Calgary? Yeah. Canada. Canada. God, I hope I haven't used any of these products. Love, love, love the show. Calgary, Alberta chick that thinks you guys rock and you make my week. Yeah. Shauna. Right. Thank that's you, a, Shauna. That's like an Aussie name. Shauna? Shauna. Shauna. Shauna, but she lives in Canada, eh, mate? <laughs> Shauna. You want a beer, eh? Uh, so Shauna sent in this story that was the most popular story of uh, the week here. And actually, we did get like 70 people that sent this in. Shauna was, uh, believe it or not, the first person that sent it in. Not just because I imagined in my mind this really super sexy Canadian chick. And like a like a albino rabbit bikini. <laughs> With a, yeah. with a caribou, you know, skimpy robot. I could see that, you know, like a little yeah. albino rabbit bikini. Those Uggs. 
And what, and what, Those Ugg boots, even though I hate them and normally. And a mink but, toque. Yeah. I can see that. It's pretty hot. Right. Uh, gang killed victims to extract their fat. Do you read about this, Wacker? No. It's horrible. I'm never, gonna, I'm never ever going to go to South America now. You know, that's <laughs> what they always say. It's like South America. It's Americans go down there. You get kidnapped, held for ransom. Really what, what, good coke, though. They do have good coke. But what would happen is, like, if I go down there and, uh, you know, I get help for ransom and, uh, you know, they want, like, a few thousand dollars or uh-huh. I'm not going to be able to come back and do the show, what right. would you do? Seriously, where would you be? Well, I don't think the T-shirt fund's up to $2,000 yet. It's, like, they, halfway there. But they're going to want more I'd than $10,000. Well, I had to pull the rest out of my personal uh, bank account? Or no podcast. Um, well, I would probably forward the email to your sister or brother. Dude, you'd so delete or maybe it to your job. and go right back to the Xbox game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they would send it to me through Xbox Live, or I might not even get it till like, Monday when I was at work. You're like, he's kid, what? Oh, Xbox. <laughs> I need some more beer. <laughs> Pablo Escobar 999 just sent me a private Xbox 360 message. What? I'm not answering that. Kidnap? Money? Nah. <laughs> Xbox. Uh, Peruvian police arrest suspects who allegedly drained their victims and sold liquid fat as an anti-wrinkle treatment. A Peruvian gang that killed people and drained fat from the corpses for use in cosmetics may have been inspired by a grisly Andean legend. Uh The historical basis for this. Right. Listen to this guy's name. I think it might be my Mexican uncle. Hilario Cudena Simon. (laughs) Simon. Simon. Yeah, Hilario, hilarious Simone. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's my Mexican counterpart. <laughs> I don't know if I could ever meet him, or it might be a duel. Uh, he's the alleged ringleader, uh, linked the crimes to tales of demonic assassins, known as Peach Tacos. Also looks like Fish Tacos, which I thought at first it said Fish Tacos, and I was like, Pish Taco. P-I-S-H Tacos, Pish Tacos. So... You know, in England and Scotland, pish is slang for piss, which is slang for urine. A piss taco. So yes. the gangs are called the urine tacos. But this was back in the... Which you is know, like taco is, is slang for sandwich. This, <laughs> this was, was like a shit sandwich, a piss sandwich. This was hundreds of years ago. They didn't have... Well, the story was just written, though. No, but he's referring that he's linking these crimes to demonic assassins from this Andean legend. Pish tacos. They call themselves it's pish one tacos. Word. Pish tacos. <laughs> peach tacos but it looks like fish tacos if you're you know dyslexic and you see the so and you know they probably ate fish tacos back then i love fish tacos yeah fish tacos are great i mean the real variety and vaginas on women i don't like about. to think of fish tacos as demonic assassins i'd no. rather think of a piss taco because i don't like those okay go so on <laughs> these fish tacos purportedly waylaid victims in pre-columbian times peru the country reacted with revulsion and horror to reports that scores of peasants may have been butchered by the gang. Scores. Scores. <laughs> the jailed men have confessed to killing five people, but police suspect the number of victims is far higher, with 60 people reported missing. Two of the suspects were arrested at a bus station in the capital, Lima, carrying bottles of liquid fat, which they claimed are worth up to 36,000 pounds a gallon. British pounds. Yeah, so that's $72,000, like $70,000. Uh-huh. But think of this, though. How many fat people really live? Like, how many of these peasants are fat? What are they eating out there? Think about... Well, I was going to say that this could be, like, the Peruvian version of, um, 
like a Susan powder mixed with, um, you know, uh, what's, I can't believe I can remember Susan powder's name, but not, uh, Robin hood. <laughs> oh, Susan. <laughs> having power trouble remembering Robin, about Robin hood, hood yeah. but Susan powder <laughs> is always at the tip of my brain. Um, so that so it's took me lose so long weight to get to and it. then steal the fat. Well, it's like give you know liposuction to the poor and then sell the fat to the rich. But apparently they kill these people. Yeah, they kill these people and drain the corpses. Yeah, so it's not like they're having a beauty enhancing procedure but what given I, to them for free. What I maintain here is why do it in Lima when there's like you know these skinny malnourished peasants when you can go to like Ohio. Or uh, Pennsylvania yeah. or something, and I'm surprised tweakers haven't tried to like break into this industry. I think there's gangs a, of roving tweakers. I think there's a law enforcement differential. Yeah, you probably can't involved. pay off the police when they find out you're draining fat, or even find the police if you're in Peru. <laughs> so the fat was extracted from the thorax and thighs. Yeah, of the what's victims. a thorax again? I didn't know that humans had those. (laughs) (laughs) No, look, it's this big bulbous thing that sticks off my ass. (laughs) It's also called a badonkadonk. Police also showed a photo of the rotting head of a 27-year-old male victim discovered last month in a cocoa-growing valley. Uh, Police said they received a tip four months ago about a trade in human fat, which exported the amber liquid to Europe as anti-wrinkle cream. Uh, The alleged plot has evoked comparisons to the movie Fight Club. Where they were stealing fat to make soap. Where did they steal the fat from? I didn't. You know, I, I, I was trying to think about that. It's like a liposuction clinic that apparently right. conveniently threw all their fat into the you know the dumpster outside. Yeah. Well, what else <laughs> would they do with it? Yeah, I, I guess they could have sold it to Peruvians. <laughs> uh, the gang have been nicknamed the Pish Tacos after the ruthless assassins <coughs> of indigenous Quechua legend who ambushed solitary victims and drained their fat as an offering to the gods. Now, this story is from a British paper, The Sun. This does come from The Sun. So they would know that Pish Taco is like a piss taco. But, okay, you're thinking it I, from I'm a just, modern me, reference. I'm, I'm thinking that I'm skeptical about this story for three reasons. That being number one, I'm not totally calling fabrics, <laughs> as Martin and Steele would say. I'm just, let me bring up three things. That make, gives me pause that they're called the Pish Tacos. Uh, the other thing that gives me pause is um, – now I'm forgetting. <laughs> well, okay. Another thing that gives me pause, why wouldn't they just do – why wouldn't they just get the fat from cows? Like from animals? Right. Because – It would be easier if you got caught doing it. You're not going to get go to the Peruvian prison. Because these European black market cosmeticians don't <laughs> want animal fat. They want human fat. They're because, testing it. Well, how, do you, how do you know if fat comes from a cow or from a human? Lipids? Have you ever heard of lipids? <laughs> no. Lipids. They well, look at the lipids. Explain to me what a lipid is. There's so many things. It's, it goes on and on. But they're these. Okay. But it's fat is composed of lipids. Okay. And so they look at the lipids and they're like, "That's a cow lipid. That lipid and that's is a human moving. Li- <laughs> <laughs> that lipid is watching a DVD. <laughs> that's a human. That lipid has cows hopes, don't watch DVDs. And that human lipid. And so. For some reason, in Europe, this anti-wrinkle cream is only effective if it comes from human fat. Right. Okay, I remember my third thing. Doesn't this sound like the typical story about the Western world, you know, sucking the lifeblood out of the developing world? So what are you saying, that they're spreading these myths, they're purporting these untruths? It just seems like one of those typical stories that that are, uh, you know, somehow, I'm sure people in Peru believe it. 
but it's just I don't think it's I don't know how many people there are in Europe that are using Peruvian human fat to reduce their wrinkles. <laughs> I mean, there's something called Botox, right? It's legal. It's not that expensive. Yeah, but you got to get an injection. Wouldn't you rather have just like what human do you do fat with the cream? fat? Just rub it all over you your just face. Rub it all over your face. <laughs> you smell like the inside of a of a Peruvian all week. So I would no agree. Thanks. I would agree with you that this story could be fabricated, except for the fact that the. The uh, the police found severed heads, arms and legs, and organs removed from torsos, which were suspended from hooks. Well, like I'm not hook I, okay. Look, I'm not denying that there is horrible, horrible, grisly dr- evidence, drug crime, and torture in Peru. What I'm debating is whether the fat is being sold to Europeans. So you think? Okay, so the the grisly crime probably did take place, and it was probably over some kind of drug debt, yeah, or something like that. Right. But then they tried to cover it up by saying, "Well, actually, we're dealing fat now." I don't know who, who was covering what up, or what was just you know this legend was passed down from the ancient village that this is what's going on. I'm just wondering if it's any of this is true. Well, medical experts said that human fat does have cosmetic applications to keep skin supple. But they're skeptical about an international black market that deals oh, with fat. They're skeptical as well. I'm yeah. glad I brought it up before you said that. He's like, because in most countries... Makes you sound smart. He says, because in most countries, we can get fat so readily and in such amounts from people who are willing to donate that it doesn't make sense that people would be dealing it illegally. Donate. <laughs> I'd like to donate. Yeah, I would like to donate some of my fat to a poor child. <laughs> but it, it brings up an interesting point, though. Do you think that these these bourgeois Europeans who are wiping See, Peruvian fat exactly all over their I'm face, do you think that these people, if they did find out that the origin of this magical cream that could cure wrinkles and defy aging, right. the aging process, if they found out that it came from uh, you know cor- like human people that were drained for their fat, mm-hmm. do you think they'd stop using it? Or human oh, so vain. But this Ramon, I am Western European, and they are the dirty mud people. Their fat <laughs> belongs in my face. I must look young. They are just dirty mud people. Of course I will continue using it. <laughs> exactly. Now that is the European mentality. That's that why is. I don't put, put it past those dirty Europeans. I agree. They're going to call us next time they want to be bailed out of a world war. <laughs> So with all skepticism aside, if this actually is happening, if they're kidnapping peasants and draining the corpses for the fat, right. that's an instant five. Do I have to score it based on this actually happening? But <laughs> there's obviously there's obvious skepticism involving this. Right. If this had happened in Ohio, I would think differently, and I would probably score this higher. If this happened in the UK, I'd think differently and score right. it higher. Right. But the fact that it's happening in a, essentially a third world country. You're saying that Peruvian people are untrustworthy? <laughs> I'm just saying there's horrific drug crimes that happen there every day. I'm giving it a four. Yeah, I give it a three and a half. Three and a half. I'm very skeptical. There's a doubting whacker. I think it's, it's going to come out that this is all BS. Hoax. Right. But, I mean, I do, I believe that there are organs and people's several, you know, uh, dismembered body parts hanging from the trees. I just think it's your run-of-the-mill, you know, drug land, gang land, uh, tribal warfare type shit. I think you're just jealous because you like some of that anti-wrinkle fat cream because you got a couple of wrinkles there. Yeah, but I'm a dude. I don't care about wrinkles. <laughs> jowls. Now, that's something I to watch out for. <laughs> what if it works on jowls? You never know. Yeah. I'd like, when I start getting jowls, I hope they transplant my jowls to my balls. <laughs> so my balls look bigger, but the jowls stay in the same dick. size. A nice wide chode. Yeah, big chode. That would be nice to have. Like, yeah. you're, you've got, gone through life with your pencil-thin dick, like I have, and then you start to get jowls, you get jowls, and you're depressed, 
But then you're like, hey, I'm going to put these gels on my cock and I'm going to have a big chode. Yeah, why not? It's, it seems like... A, my girlfriend at the time. It seems like it's only fair. My future fair. girlfriend will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wagger, what do you have here for episode 202? Um, Stephanie writes in and said this, this story is from our mutual home state, Michigan, period. Place is fucked. I agree, that place is fucked. That place is extremely fucked. Michigan authorities filed a first-degree murder charge Wednesday against Jamar Pinckney Sr. in the shooting death Monday of Jamar Pinckney Jr. Ooh. <laughs> father what's that, what's that called when it's, a, when it's a father that kills a child? It's patricide. Uh, the other a, way. And it's matricide. But what's it? Uh, regicide? No, that's no, king. king. <laughs> Suicide, that's yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Offspring side, spawn aside. Uh, parents' responsibility. Yeah. I don't know. The kid gets out of line Justifiable aside. homicide. <laughs> <laughs> this happened in the Detroit enclave of Highland Park, which I'm We're, not exactly familiar with Highland Park. It's a suburb, though. I think it's like out, right outside the city. It's an enclave. <laughs> <laughs> don't take the words of this reporter out of her mouth. Defense attorney Corbett O'Mara said prosecutors should consider evidence of the father's state of mind. So the dad's defense attorney is saying, hey, I know this sounds horrible. Offspring aside. (laughs) Had it coming aside. But consider what happened. If something were to happen that would cause a reasonable person to lose control of himself, that is something the prosecution would have to take into account, and the jury as well, I think he means. Corbett. Um, in court, uh, tensions were high. The handcuffed sus- suspect was led into the room for arraignment, which lasted less than a minute for him to be arraigned. Yeah, I was about to say. That's a like, fast arraignment. I was about to say, though. I mean, is there any confusion? There's eyewitnesses. Have you heard of an I mean, arraignment going faster than that? No, but I'd love to be on the what jury What the fuck is that. an arraignment? <laughs> I don't know. It's when they're given the charges. But, I mean, I'd love to be on the jury for this trial because it's yeah. like you go in. So what do you think? Guilty, not guilty? Guilty. <laughs> Out of there. Two hours. Tops. No, no, no. One female relative cried before a police officer escorted her out. So even within the minute, there was still a relative causing <laughs> There was <laughs> causing some, some commotion. <laughs> the shooting happened Monday night in a vacant lot in the once prosperous city of 16,000, where decay, abandonment, fires, and demolition have eaten away at many of the sprawling homes. It kind of sounds like the entire Detroit metropolitan Yeah, I don't know. Area. They're trying to separate this little town out and say there's only 16,000 people to live there. That's this ridiculous. This enclave. Yeah. Yeah. Highland Park recently exited... Years of state financial oversight. So that's when the state comes in as like your local government is fucked. We're just going to take care of you at the state level. It's like kind of like you're like a retarded kid. But I mean, obviously, this is one of those places where white people just don't walk around by themselves. Um, Jamar Pinckney Sr. doesn't sound like a white person. No. Yeah. Um, It was probably prosperous back when, you know, like everybody had lots of factory jobs and there was like a thriving African-American middle class in Detroit. But sadly, those days are gone. Mostly. Mostly. (laughs) Soon to be. Give it a couple of years. And then uh, (laughs) Detroit's going to, you know what? I I picture Detroit to be the apocalyptic wasteland that was an escape from New York. It's going to be escape from Detroit. Right. Like, I really think they're going to wall that city in. Yeah. And, uh, 
Kurt Russell's going to have to go there and save so the we president. Don't even, we don't even have hope that a f- company is going to take it over, like in RoboCop. Like those days are long gone. Yeah, no, I don't think a company's going to take it over and they're going to like create some robotic police officer. I think what they're going to do is wall it in, separate it, and just leave it there. And when the president's plane goes down, mm-hmm. send in Kurt Russell. Yeah, that could. I mean, sending Kurt Russell anywhere can only help. It only aids the situation. Yes, it does. <laughs> um. Visitors with a, sorry, I've lost my place. Uh, blah blah blah. Financial oversight. Oh, visitors to the shooting site, and this hasn't happened on the show in a while, and I'm glad it's happening now because it's been way too long. Because visitors built an impromptu memorial at the shooting site. Two votive candles set amid ten stuffed animals, including two white teddy bears with red hearts embroidered with "I love you." All right. No uh, mention of Mylar balloons. Yeah, I was about to say, where's the goddamn fucking Mylar balloons? Maybe that's just not tradition amongst the African Americans of of the Detroit Enclave. How many 40s did you say were there? Bottles of Hennessy? I didn't say. Uh, I thought you said like two bottles of Hennessy, They're probably buried under the 10 stuffed animals. Oh, okay. You can't see them. They're in the back. Yeah. Yeah. The boy's mother, Lizette Cherry, um, she says that she called and told his father something. And uh, let me just say, this 15-year-old kid had sexual contact with a 13-year-old girl. And Lizette Cherry, his mom, felt it, uh, you know, prudent to tell the dad. And you know what a lot of people complain about with that, urban youths? That's not that bad. The girl's 13? Three. Sorry. Oh. Did I say 13? Three. <laughs> I was about to say 13. Did I add a teen? He was 15. She was three. Okay. Now that's bad. But 13, I mean, there's grass in the ballpark. Play ball. That's not that bad. But three-year-old, there's no grass. There's no grass at all. No grass There at might all be some completely. shit on the field. <laughs> <laughs> not playing in the mud. You have to like wipe the diaper rash off. No, that's, that's too, disgusting. It's, it's, it's gross. It's but you know bad. what a lot of people complain about the urban use, including people like Bill Cosby and Chris Rock. Um, are that there's, the dads aren't present. The dads are not. There's no dad available to set an example it, for the kid to discipline the boy. Exactly. If they had a, a father figure, yeah. You know, I think this might. I not think have Lizette happened. might have agreed with them, and so she says she. I called and told his father. This isn't something you sweep under the rug. She said, uh, referring to when your 15 year old son has sex with a three year old girl. <laughs> Lizette Definitely don't Cher- sweep that. Lizette Cherry said the elder Pink... Well, maybe you do, actually. <laughs> Lizette uh, or Cherry said the elder Pinkney arrived at the home with a gun, ordered his son to strip, and marched him outside, despite her protests, into a field. He got on his knees and begged, no, daddy, no. Ooh. And he pulled the trigger, Cherry said. Shot the kid anyway. End of story. So, actually, you wonder if, um, you know, that's like street justice right there. Um, it's interfamilial justice. It's interfamilial justice. But in the Arab world, this was not even, nobody would even bat an eye. Yeah, I think in the Arab, it, like, seriously, if this happened in Iran, everyone would be like. The Muslim world. Yeah. Like, let's I just go on with our daily what business. Arabs are and what Muslims okay, are. but in the Muslim, you know, the Muslim Shia, community. Sharia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sharia law, this would just kind of everyone be like, okay, that's fine. But, I, I mean, honestly, the father's being severe. He didn't know the facts of the case here. He didn't know what happened. He didn't know right. the extent of the fondling. Um, but. So, <laughs> <laughs> if, the fa- if the facts were were not as bad, he wouldn't have shot the kid? Is that what you're saying? They sound pretty bad. 
I think what needed to happen is uh, I think what needed to happen was a stern talking to, uh-huh. and then probably a calling of the police. Yeah, he molested a kid who was one twenty or one fifth. One his fifth age. his age. Yeah, I think even um, for you, that's a little young. That's way too young. It's definitely too young. But does it deserve a you know homicide by bullet in a field? I think it does, but that's just me. So if you he, he's a child himself though, so I guess you could say you know he doesn't uh, realize the uh, you know effects of his actions. Well, I mean it's a difficult thing to say. Like, what would you happen? Well, I mean, what would your reaction be if it was you know your child? You found this out. Like, let's say you're Jeffrey Dahmer's dad, and you found out. Well, okay, damn, my son's been dismembering humans and uh, you know eating pieces of their corpses. Right. Adults though. But he's an adult, yeah. No, the, adult. his victims are adults. Okay, yeah, the, so that's worse. But still, I mean, the shock would be there. I'd be pretty shocked. I would be shocked. But if it was your son and he was fucking three-year-olds? Do I also find out that my son is gay like Jeffrey Dahmer at the same time? No, no, no. You just found out one at a time. Like, you found out first that he was gay. Oh. And then you find out that, that would be tough to deal with. sodomizing and cannibalizing corpses. Well, I'm already sort of desensitized by getting the <laughs> by news that, that he's gay. <laughs> I would be like, isn't that what gay people do? (laughs) But no, okay, let's say your kid, you know, your wife is like, so, uh, Lance, I have something serious we need to talk about. Is that what Lizette Cherry sounds like? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine if she does, but okay. Uh, Yeah, what what do you want to talk about? Better for the doubt. And she said, you know, I have something serious to talk about. And uh, she's like, you know, um, our son, what's his name? Jarnell? Uh, Jamal. Jamal. Okay. Jamar, sorry. Jamar. Pinkney. Same as my name. I was Junior. close. I was close. It's Lance Wackerly Jr. Lance Wacker Jr., yeah. So Jamar Jr., you know, Jamar Jr. Uh, fucked a three-year-old. What uh-huh. are we going to do about it? I, I, are we going to uh, take his PlayStation I would away? Hope, I don't think I have the balls, but I, hope, I would hope I had the balls to take him out into the... Uh, you know, a pistol whipping probably would have sufficed. I think I would have done something like that. But um, I don't think I would shoot him. I think it was a bit harsh. Yeah. I think it was a bit harsh. Maybe yeah. a forced castration would yeah. have been good. But I, shooting, I, I don't know. I still think you're going to go to prison for that. So on the sick and wrong star scale, dude took out his son. This is almost yeah. similar. It's almost biblical in a sense. Well, Abraham crime and upon Isaac. crime also. Yeah. I'm giving it crime five stars. Crime. I'm giving it five also. Yeah. I think it's definitely a five-star story. It doesn't bode well for um, Highland Park. No, I don't think it's going to make the, that community... This is the first time I've even heard of it, and this is the story that comes out. I just don't think it's going to make that community like more desirable. No. No. Tourism is not going to skyrocket. So the third story here for episode 202 uh, comes from a guy named Richard. He writes in, everyone needs a hobby. You know, Richard, I couldn't agree more. Yes, they do. Whether it be podcrafting, stamp collecting, or um, painting cars. Yeah. You know, everyone does need a hobby. Drinking's a hobby, right? Yeah, drinking, Smoking I think, cigarettes. is a hobby. But collecting child porn and building shrines, not a good hobby. <sighs> collecting, building, shrining, shrining shriners good. are good, but the child, child porn, porn thing ruins not that. Good. It, totally, it totally ruins it. So a man with alleged child porn shrine is charged. This happened in Madison, Wisconsin. A Wisconsin man transformed his entire apartment into a pornographic shrine to young girls. He arranged mannequins and sex acts. He plastered every flat surface, every flat surface, with pictures, and uh, he set up a bed covered with stuffed animals. Mm. 
Uh, Kevin Dirk's collection featured photographs of Hollywood starlets, including a poster of actresses Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, who I imagine you know played starring roles in many a pedophile's masturbation theater. Yeah, if you think about it. Well, Mary Kate and Ashley are of age now, though. I know that, that's why I wonder. I'm surprised he he obviously lives in a certain time. I, I don't think he's progressed. With the he future. might have pictures of them from when they were 13. They're or definitely all over the place. Five. I yeah. mean, yeah, I don't think he really kept If I was really now. that attracted to them, I would just masturbate to one of those troll dolls, because that's kind of what they look like. <laughs> and you can't go to jail for masturbating to a troll doll. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, he actually had a poster of the two actresses with a caption that invited himself to join in sex acts with them. So I think he signed his own posters... From Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Come by and lick our pussies. Yeah, I think basically he was... He Which is uh, becoming my catchphrase. Wish fulfillment, yeah. I don't remember ever saying that on that podcast. Before. I don't know, but a lot of people keep mentioning that. Did I say it? You said it multiple times. <laughs> In reference to what? I don't even know where you're going with it, but you kept interrupting the entire <laughs> show with a lick my pussy reference. Right, fine. Uh, there are DVDs of child porn and photos he said he took of girls at a local beach, which is kind of scary. Uh, prosecutors charged Dirks, who's 53, of Kenosha, Wisconsin, with 20 felony counts of possessing child porn. A criminal complaint said Dirks told investigators that the world has gotten worse and worse. So he turned to children because they're beautiful and innocent. <laughs> he denied ever having sexual contact with a child and said no children had ever been to his apartment. And that he never tried to lure any of them there. I think that's why a lot, that's the thinking behind a lot of pedophiles' um, devious desires. You mean the fact that they've never acted on the desires? Um, no, makes just, them innocent. No, the initial thing—it's just like they can't deal with people and their problems and their you know transgressions and their annoying habits and you know even more annoying practices. You know. I've and they coined, see children that are, you know, have nothing to, they don't worry about anything. They don't, uh, you know, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. But they, no, you, I do know where you're going with it. And I've coined a term to define that. The Michael Jackson syndrome. The Never Neverland thing. The Never Neverland, yeah. yeah. He's basically, this guy has the Michael Jackson syndrome. He's, right. he's disenchanted with the world around him. He can't relate to people his own yeah. age. So, so instead, yeah, he reverts to what he claims is innocence and the beauty of childhood. Yeah, I revert to alcohol. And uh, I, I'm glad you do rather than being a pervert. Because <laughs> I've been to your apartment before, and if it was covered in pictures of the Olsen twins, yes. I probably wouldn't go back there. Uh, agents searched Dirk's apartment as soon as they received a tip uh, from federal immigration officials who were investigating online child pornography. Immigration. Yeah, which is interesting that they would it's investigate It's probably related that. to child trafficking. And uh, apparently his name came up when they uh, were investigating a, a website that he had purchased a 30-day membership to in mm -hmm. 2006. And his name is Dirk, not Durka Durka? No, it's just Dirk. Okay, I'm just trying to see if there's any more uh, immigration room. <laughs> the criminal complaint said that every surface, including cupboard doors and shelves... And shelves uh -huh. was covered with posters, photos, and computer printouts of girls in various poses, states of undress, or engaged in sex acts. So the toilet lid, everything, the, the entire apartment is child porn of just young girls. <laughs> Every flat surface, wallpaper, the entire place. Wow, that's pretty crazy. It seems like you would kind of get uh, vertigo or something, you know, disoriented. You know, I 
I kind of wish that I'm surprised a cop wouldn't just take a ton of pictures and post them on the internet. Because this think, is something we need to see. I think cops are are trained not to do that. It pisses well, me with off with the penalty though. of losing their jobs if they don't. God, I wish we had a cop as a fan. Don't we? We had a cop photographer, and he wouldn't come on and show us pictures because of this very reason, right? Yeah, he loses his job. See? God. You know, there's plenty of other jobs out there. <laughs> they found girls' underwear, DVDs contain child porn, and girls on Kenosha area beaches in two sets of partially clad adult and adolescent sized store mannequins. One of the mannequins was touching another mannequin's genital area. Oh. Is that against the law? Yeah. I mean, come on. We've all had action figures. <laughs> Who hasn't paid your G.I. Joe's fuck? And sometimes a lady G.I. Joe fucks another lady G.I. Joe, okay? And dude, the things you could do with He-Man. There was, only, there was only one woman He-Man. Tila, dude. Oh, yeah. He-Man would do Tila. There was an evil chick, too. Skeletor. Uh, uh, Beastman. <laughs> Beastman wasn't Orko. a chick. But Beastman could have been a chick. <laughs> Who knows what Arco was? <laughs> <laughs> sure, he man fucked the shit out of that. Uh, uh, the Olsen twins poster included a handwritten note stating that the girls were only 11 years old. The note called Dirk's cute and invited him to participate in sex acts with them. He also had a Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana lamp with Make Love to Me, Dirk's, handwritten <laughs> on the shade. Uh, they recovered 21 firearms and ammunition as well from the apartment. Uh, in the hospital, Dirks allegedly told investigators he got child porn off the internet and had made all the DVDs himself. Yeah. He also said he used a telephoto lens to take hundreds of pictures of girls at Kenosha beaches. You know, I, it's my hat's off to uh, you know people who are industrious enough to buy a telephoto lens, go out and take pictures of nature, uh-huh. or maybe stalk some celebrities and make some money off of that. Sure, but going to a beach and taking pictures of a preteen—something uh-huh. wrong with you, you sick bastard. <laughs> He said he started writing on the pictures about four years ago and has fantasized about sex acts between mothers and daughters. He started buying the mannequins and dolls in 1988, saying that they're all so beautiful. Mothers and daughters? Mothers and daughters. That's, I mean, I think if you talk to a tried and true pederast, he'd be like, why do you got to bring mothers into it, you disgusting asshole? Yeah, no, exactly. I think he's kind of ruining it. Yeah. Uh, he also said he kept so He's many- got a niche he's working in. Yeah, no, he's got the incest thing going on. Right. I wonder what Hannah Montana's mom looks like. Because her dad's Billy Ray Cyrus. You knew that, right? Well, hopefully Billy Ray wasn't in any of the pictures. That would have ruined it for me. Like, talk about losing an erection. Even this guy doesn't want to hear about that. <laughs> but I bet you Billy Ray Cyrus had a pretty hot wife. Or fuck toy or whatever. I guarantee, dude. That guy had any, any woman he wanted. I'm going to Google that when I get home. He said he kept so many guns in case a drunkard or crazy nut came through his door. Yeah, that's really? why I have a gun, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think a crazy nut lives in that house. So, Wacker, think about it this way. Is it illegal to uh, have pictures of the Olsen twins or Hannah Montana um, on your walls and jerk off to them? Is it illegal to take their head and put their head on another woman's body? A grown woman? A grown woman's body. And oh, jerk off I to that. I don't really think it's that illegal. I mean, you're a weirdo, and nobody's going to want to date you, and you're probably going to commit an illegal act in the future. But I'm saying it's like you're jerking off to a picture of the Olsen. What if you jerk off to, you know, young girls dancing around on YouTube? Yeah, what if you... Who would do that? Yeah, I'm sure this guy's <laughs> done it a couple times. Let me restate the question. <laughs> if you're jerking off to a, uh, a sexy girl on the internet... 
you don't know how old she is. I mean, they all say they're 18. The you have web, no idea. Websites are supposed to have like certificates of record of their age and birth certificates and everything. But you know, you never know. So, so you're jerking off to a girl, and yeah, she looks a little young. And can the cops burst down your door and say, "Hey, that's child porn"? But it's on YouTube. You didn't you didn't sign up for some online Yet porn. I've ring. always harbored this suspicion that when people like Pete Townsend or um, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. You know how all these famous people are always getting busted for child porn? Because they claim they have art No child porn. Well, what I always think is everybody immediately thinks that's so crazy. How could anybody ever jerk up? And also somebody that, 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 that's, that's that famous and um, you know could get any girl they wanted and they have tons of money. Why would they be jerking off to pictures of like five-year-olds? I harbor the suspicion that they're probably jerking off – to teen porn where they think the girls are maybe 18 but maybe they're 17 or 16 which who can tell uh and then they just get busted and you know they uh, an example is made of them i beg to differ wackly i've seen Wee's playhouse that guy's a full-on pervert well i would fuck cherry <laughs> <laughs> so on the sick and wrong star scale conky 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 can give an amazing hand job because it's got that robotic vibration going dude cherry chair god this mouth on the chair <laughs> dude, i fucked my couch it doesn't even have i know that's what i'm thinking too <laughs> so uh you know on the sick and wrong star scale guy didn't actually fuck any kids he didn't lure any kids he didn't have a pedophile yeah fan. but it was just a matter of time but he had an entire house yeah He's obsessed. Obsessed with it. I'm going to have to give this 4.25. He's getting an extra quarter point from me just for having no concept of discretion. You know, yeah, exactly. What happened when his landlord came over? Like, oh, time to check your uh, smoke detector. <laughs> he probably hasn't had anyone in his house in like fucking 20 years. But it's his apartment, right? Does he? Is it a condo that no, he it's owns? an apartment. So he's got a landlord. Yeah, I don't in know Madison, how he would, how would he college, hide that. It's a college town. Landlords know what's up with checking in on your tenants because they probably spilled bong water everywhere because they're all college students. Either he had a really cool landlord or the guy was foreign or the other, maybe he had a sort of absentee landlord, I guess. It's possible. Well, that's the one house you definitely don't want to send your kids over to trick or treat. No. He probably had really good candy. Though. So what, what are you giving it? <laughs> Four and a half. Four and a half. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 202. Well, actually, uh, it's almost the end of the show. We have a few phone calls to Sick and Wrong Drunk Dial Line. People call the Drunk Dial Line at 206-666-3846 or email us at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Uh, before we get to that, here's the second promo that uh, my man Felipe made for us. Uh, AdamandEve.com. Go visit it. Buy yourself a Thanksgiving butt plug. Thank you, Felipe. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamandEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So go hit up adamandeve.com. When you check out, type the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and uh, yeah, get 50% off your item. 
uh, which hopefully is a butt plug because it's butt plug November, and that's what you're giving thanks for. It's the last for. week. It's the last week of butt plug November, and then it's dildo December just around the corner. Right. Uh, free shipping, uh, free gift, and uh, free free adult movies, all sorts of cool free shit. Diddle when you're checking out adamandeve.com. Wag, we got a couple phone calls here to the sick and wrong drunk dial line. 206-666-3846 is the number. Let's play call number one. Hey, DM Labs. This is Marcel Shippen from San Diego. I was just now listening to you guys' 100th episode or whatever, and you guys were talking about the um, the Puma. I was wondering, um, after the Puma, did they become like a, a Sphinx or something? All right. Um, I'll keep in touch. Um, first, I'd like to say that was our 200th episode. <laughs> that was, yeah. Did he say 100th episode? Yeah. Jesus, Unless dude. I misheard him. Add another 100 episodes onto that. So, uh, I don't know why we were talking. I think I was talking about Demi Moore or something. I was asking right. if she was a Puma. Mm. And, you know, it's interesting to think about the correct nomenclature for the various age groups You were trying to say the Puma was after the women. Cougar, right? But I then thought you the also Puma said, was after the Cougar. Then you also said that a Cougar started at 35 or some shit like that, 35 well, to 45. So I read a uh, – someone actually posted it on my Facebook. I think it was a guy named Adam. Posted it on my Facebook, the Cougar reference guide, like the reference guide for all the ages of uh, – for uh, women – the animals that they relate to. So this to. is the Aristotelian naming of things. The naming convention, of, yeah, of knowledge. Of like knowledge. if you name things, then you know them. Well, it's like yeah, they're they're categorized into mm-hmm. uh, the, these groups here. So a kitten is the youngest age group, ten to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Kittens are off limits, fellas. A tabby is fifteen to twenty. Well, that's a weird. See, because that category. Uh, straddles legal and illegal. Yeah, that's kind of unfair. So yeah. you'd have to go for like the older tabbies. Well, you could just say legal tabby, illegal tabby. Legal tabby or append illegal the, uh, tabby. nomenclature. A chick is considered to be 21 through 29, which is also kind of uh, misleading because I always thought a chick just referred to all chicks. Well, I mean, there's different... This, this is scientific nomenclature. You're talking yeah. about slang. Oh, okay. So th- this is scientific here. So a chick yeah. is 21 through 29. A puma is 30 to 39. A cougar is 40 to 59. That spans two decades. Two decades. Okay. A dragon is mm. 60 to 84. <laughs> and really? A, and a snapping turtle is 85 and beyond. This doesn't seem very well thought out. It's scientific. Because I can pretty easily imagine having sex with a chick who's 60. This was written by Richard. A woman who's 60. This was written by Richard Dawkins. (laughs) (laughs) So I I, I don't know if There's an evolutionary tree. Yeah, I I don't know if you know that. So this is scientifically proven. It's much... Let me just put it this way. It's much easier for me to imagine having sex with a 60-year-old than an 84-year-old. So the fact that both of those women would be in the same grouping is weird to me. So what are you saying? Snapping turtles should begin at 70? I, I think that the the categorization is reversed. It's like the wide categories of age, you know, the two decade, the three decade should grouping be the, should be the at, the, at the beginning. Or the puma, the yeah. The youngest chicks. And then as they get older, the categorization, the granularity should become smaller and smaller. So you can really specify where your cutoff is. Well, I invite you to email uh, Sir Richard Dawkins and maybe argue oh, I with will. him. He, I you will. Know, he has a sir 
that appends his name? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so, okay, you can do that. The, the debates are going to be on YouTube. They're going to be part one through eight. <laughs> so, what, okay, judging by the Dawkins... The great Wackerly-Dawkins <laughs> debates. So, judging by Dawkins' own uh, classification system, do you cut it off at Cougar, 40 to 59, or would you venture into dragon territory? I would, but I, don't, I, I disagree with the nomenclature altogether. I would venture into early dragon, but definitely not late. Not even mid-dragon, not, definitely not late dragon. But early Dude, dragon. I'm barely willing to go into cougar, but uh, I would. I would. What's cougar? What does that start? 40 at? to 59. You wouldn't do a 40 OJ. No, for sure I would. So 40 to 50, yeah. probably up to 50. Yeah. But There's ugly kittens. Not oh, that yeah. I want to have a sex with a kitten, but there's ugly uh, chicks. There's ugly chicks as well. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I definitely, you could definitely find a dragon that you would rather have sex with than some, some random. Big, yeah, yeah uh, ugly chick. Right. So there you go, uh, caller. Um, it's not Sphinx, even though I do like Sphinx. Maybe on no. Wackerly's uh, scale, a, a there Sphinx, might be is, Sphinx. Not a, is not a actual animal, but a lynx is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, it's Puma Cougar Dragon Snapping Turtle. Uh-huh. So there you go. Yeah. So uh, w- what's call number two here, Wacker? Hey, Dean Lance, it's Morgan Girl down in Florida. Um, I have a sick and wrong. What I think is a sick and wrong specimen that I uh, received recently. And I thought I would share, although it might just be plain weird. Um, so a 40-ish old guy came in through the ER and had to get uh, something removed from his penis because he couldn't urinate. And what the specimen was that came to me was actually two and a half pink um, rubber worms, like fishing lures. Wait, wait, okay, is she, is she <laughs> I'm just stopping this and staring at you. I know it's not good radio. But. Did, did she say that was a fishing lure or was it ringworm? Oh, two and a half. No, pink worms. Pink worms. Like okay. fishing lures, like fake rubber worms. See, I thought she, this was some kind of angler disease that anglers suffered from. Pink, pink worm. worm dick? Pink worm and dick. I have so many questions. So she works in the morgue. She just gets shit that comes out of people's dicks? You know what I think she's like ingratiated herself with the doctors that they like her oh, so much it's like, like a souvenir yeah I think they, they like her so much they're like dude more girl you'll never believe what I pulled out of this man's asshole it's so right. yours as soon as I come downstairs once right. he's uh, they're probably you know, kind of sweet on her like here's some stuff dude, she said she she sound kind of hot yeah and guaranteed these doctors are kind of nerdy kind of dorky probably Jewish are just like well I know one way to curry her favor <laughs> I'll bring out this worm that I extracted from this man's urethra. Uh, two and a half worms. Two and a half worms. What All right, it... next next point. Where's the other half of the worm? Yeah, I was, I was wondering that myself. Maybe she'll tell us. Third point. Normally, lures have fishing hooks in them. Ooh. So either it didn't, but then if it didn't, then we're talking about gummy worms. <laughs> yeah, I know. Two different Which I know you're a fan of gummy. But not once they've been inside a man's urethra. How would you know? I could, because I, I make sure that the package isn't opened. <laughs> what about the German guy at the gummy factory? Yeah, I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish the call. Apparently, he had stuffed them end to end up his urethra in his penis, and uh, and couldn't get them out, and then ended up in the ER and had to have them surgically removed. So, um, end to end, they measured about thirteen and a half inches. Holy shit! That guy was there. hung as fuck. Is he hung or is it inside of him? <laughs> I think it's inside. <laughs> I don't even know how he got them in there, and 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 they were hot pink. So, um, which I guess I think of 
something gay. So maybe you can ask gay Jeff if men stick uh, rubber worms up their penises for pleasure. I don't know. I don't know how he got them up there. I don't know why. The only thing I can think of is that they're ribbed like real earthworms. So maybe it was uh, pleasurable, I'm assuming. But uh, in any case, I just thought I'd share that little story from the morgue. Uh, love the show and look forward to every episode. Talk to you later. Only a person with a vagina would think that you'd want something ribbed up your pee hole. <laughs> so my, my question is, what is more girl going to do with the penis worms? Hopefully she'll mail them to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you can mail them to Wackerly's home address. I don't even want to see them. Oh, I never touch anything in the boxes. I open them with tongs and the scissor, and I will tape that shit back up and bring it in here for you to open. So... Okay, so she wants to know. We should almost play the jingle. Maybe we'll wait and play the jingle after before the next call. But um, she wants to know if it's gay that the, that he's sticking pink worms up hot his urethra. Pink. So okay, let's say he was sticking green worms, or as Morgul says, hot pink. Because I right. think she's from probably where we are, the Midwest. I thought she was from Florida. But well, I'm she not lives sure. in Florida. Oh, okay, hot, but she might be from- hot pink. Yeah, maybe, maybe he was drinking some pop while uh, he was sticking worms up his dick. I'm drinking a pop, and I'm looking at these hot pink worms and thinking, this guy must be a fag. Okay, <laughs> so, but only because he's sticking hot pink worms hot. up his dick. Hot, hot pink. So if, if he was sticking brown worms or green worms, would that be gay? Green worms, Belgians do that. <laughs> Irish, the Irish. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, in, in answer to your question, I don't know if it's necessarily gay. Freakish, yes. Yeah. Deviant, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Fetishistic, it's called probably. Sounding, right? I think it's sounding when you actually have like a sounding tool, like a rod, a sounding rod. Really? Yeah. I'm going to. Anybody sticking anything up their urethra, I'm going to call that sounding. Call that sounding. Just be done with it. I don't know if it's necessarily gay. I mean, he might have been staring at, uh, you know, uh, pictures of uh, the Olsen twins on his right. computer. So and it uh, might have been pedophilic. <laughs> it might have been pedophilic instead. But no, I mean, he might have been like staring at a picture of a woman, Okay. you know, and uh, sticking these worms up his uh, dick. So I'm going to say not gay. Right. What are you going to say? Um... Not gay, but probably thinking about having sex with um, somebody who lives near, like, the Amazon River and that you have sex with them and one of those uh, parasites crawls up your dick. Oh, which yeah. Which I don't even know if there's a word for that. that. But it's not good. Do you think this guy, like, uh, reads Old Man in the Sea and just masturbates Yeah, throughout? Uh-huh. Stick one worm right after another? Right after another. Probably. All right, so the next call, I think, is an actual official is it gay question so is it the first one after the initiation of that segment i you know i do well are you gonna play the song we're gonna have to play the jingle i think that but the jingle applies to the previous call for more girl and this this following call so here's the the, is it gay jingle is that gay well let's find out if um if uh, it's gay or not, okay? Call number three. Hey, g'day, Dean Lance. It's Gaza here. i got a question for your new segment. Just wondering... Um, Wait, did he say Eric Bana, or did he say <laughs> Gaza? Was it Eric Bana? I think he said Taza. Oh, I thought, I thought he said Here's Eric Bana. Oh, okay, all right. Maybe this isn't Eric Bana. Although Eric Bana does call occasionally. Well, he's a, yeah. He's a fan. <laughs> he's a fan. If in the future, it's hypothetical you're able to transport a, bl- a brain into a younger person's body to have a longer life. 
how the old man transported my brain into uh, the body of a 13-year-old boy, and one day I decided to whack it, would that one day, uh, or would that make me gay and a pedophile? Just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay, see ya. Quite a thought-provoking question there. Not Eric Bana, Tazzy guy. Um, I don't know, Wacker. Well, why don't you feel this one? He's saying if you take your brain, if you took your brain and you're you're a senior citizen or something, you're an yeah, older person, and right. you put it in the brain of a six-year-old. Well, he said 13. 13-year-old, okay. And if the 13-year-old was whacking it, would that be gay? And would that be a, a, pedophile, a pedophilic action? Um, well... I mean, if you sell your used car and I buy it and I drive it around, I'm not a car thief, right? No. No, that's my body now. I'm whacking my own dick. Exactly. And which, that- which we don't accuse 13-year-olds of whacking their own dicks of being pedophiles. So, no, it doesn't seem like that. And, and you're not – I mean, the gay thing. I mean, how it's is obviously that, how not is gay. That even gay. I mean, I'm whacking – right now, I'm going to whack it later on tonight. I mean, that, that's I'm not my, gay. That's why I, dis- I, I love my own cock. That's why I kind of want to discount this, discount this whole question entirely because it's it's your body. Mm-hmm. Once that brain's in there and you, you get transported to this other brain, it's your body. But it brings up an interesting question. Do Every you, guy is obsessed with his own dick. Of course. I mean, how many you, you just date girls throughout your life, you know, many multiples, and there always comes a time where you get sort of sick of their tits and you're bored with their vagina and ass, but you never get bored with your own shiny red dick. No, of course not. But he's saying <laughs> That's a, uh, with your brain. <laughs> I stole that joke, by the way. <laughs> Did you? From who? Uh, what's that comedian's name? Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good, though. But with, uh, with your brain and someone else's body, you're not familiar with that dick. But no, is it your true. dick once that brain is in that body? Yeah, it's a new dick. It's good, still got that new dick smell. <laughs> okay, well, what about this? Do you remember <laughs> back in the 80s, they had all those body-switching movies? I think Steve Martin yes. switches body with Lily Tomlin. Kirk Cameron switches body with Judge Reinhold. No, I think you got that wrong. It was Kirk Cameron and Alan Thicke. No, Judge Reinhold did something, <laughs> though. Wasn't Alan Thicke Kirk Cameron's dad, though? Yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. Didn't okay, know, one of them. Didn't know. Who's the guy who played Arthur? Didn't he switch his body with somebody else? Oh, Dudley Moore? Yeah. Yeah, he switched his body with Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I think. Something like that. But no, what? Okay. Didn't the kid from uh, uh, The Wonder Years, didn't he switch his body with somebody? Fred Savage. Okay, so let, that's, a good, that's a good example. So Judge Reinhold switches his body with Fred Savage. It's only temporary. He jerks off as Fred Savage. In Judge Reinhold's face? No, Judge Reinhold's... <laughs> Judge Reinhold takes over Fred Savage's body. Right. He's speaking like Judge Reinhold, but he's Fred Savage. And he jerks off. What's he gets Fred all Sav- Savage. What's with Judge his, Reinhold uh, doing? Judge Reinhold is now in... Okay, Judge Reinhold's in Fred Savage. Fred Savage is now in Judge Reinhold's body. Right. So Fred Savage is going to go into hijinks when he goes to Judge Reinhold's job because he's a grown-up. Right. Whereas Judge Reinhold is going to go to junior high and you know deal with all the, the petty foibles and the lost... Right. opportunities of youth but right. so anyway he, if he's jerking off he's whacking in the bathroom even though it's a temporary switch is he abusing his child is he abusing his child is he a pedophile is that I, i'm gonna have to say yes because it was a body switch because he's in the body of his son and now he's you know hammering on that thing like a fucking you know wee joystick and he's aware and he's aware he's aware that's what about a, I this think that's what the if, difference 
what if the, uh, time travel exists and in 10 years, you know, you're, you're 45 year old D Simon and I buy a DeLorean, you buy a DeLorean, you zip it down market street and come out in, in market street in 2009 and you march right up here to the studio. Um, not on podcrafting night cause I don't want to be here to witness any of this, but, uh, on an off night and you barge in here and you rape yourself anally, your young self. Why would I fuck myself? Um, I don't know. I loathe myself. Sometimes I would just like to, you know, brutal, just brutally rape myself. Yourself? Okay. Well, yeah. wackily, that, Is you that would gay? Do, I wouldn't. I'd want to hang out and be like, dude, you were so cool back then. But look how much cooler I am now at 60. I'd be, be uh-huh. like, you know, you're really cool. Right. I don't think I'd be like, so you, you're dude, both, your you're ass both, you're so both, tight. You guys are both talking about how cool you are. You don't see like some fellatio happening there. No, there would be no sexual yeah. thoughts at all. I don't know <laughs> what you do with yourself. If in I private. see myself ten years older barging into my door, you're I just like I know boner. It's Boner City. It's Boner no, Town. No, I'm cringing. I'm biting the pillow. <laughs> I'm going to my happy place because I know it's about to happen. I, I, I think there's uh, something uh, that's something you need to discuss with your therapist. And yes, that's very. I don't gay. have a therapist. This is my therapy. <laughs> I'm telling you, people. I don't know. I don't know if that. that okay, if that happens. What about? I got one more. I got one more. What if you and your girl? Because this is you were talking about the male to male body switching things. Except you did mention the Steve Martin. One. Steve Martin, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Although, if you're a man and you have sex with Lily Tomlin, isn't that gay? <laughs> She's a snapping turtle. She looks like a man. Dragon, dragon. No, she's a dragon. she looks like a man. Let's say you and your girlfriend who actually who is actually attractive, not like Lily Tomlin. You switch brains, and now so her brain is in your body, your brain is in her body, and now you have a vagina and boobies, and she has a penis, and you blow your own body, but that's your girlfriend in your body. Is that gay? Hmm. Um. But you know you're in your girlfriend's body. You both you're know. You're it. like, this is so weird. You took some really good LSD, and now you're in each other's bodies, and you, you talk about it, and now you have sex with each other. Is that yeah. gay? And you're like going fucking around the world and just jacking the shit out of things. Like, it's never been jacked before, right? Because she doesn't know how to jack but it. You, you but you can jack it. You know exactly you can... how to jack it. I She's would... eating the shit out of your pussy because she knows exactly where to lick, and it feels amazing. And I would she's say that's your not gay. I would say that's not gay because it's a. It's I bet a, you it's awesome. I think it's awesome. <laughs> it's not gay, and I think the reason it's not gay is because it's it's occurring between a right. man and a woman. So you suck your own dick, and it's really fun. And then you're like, "Fuck, I love sucking dick." And now you go across the hall to the guy across the hall, and you suck his dick, but that's gay. Well, no, you're in I'm your girlfriend's body. In your girlfriend's body, you could right. do it. In your body, gay. Right. You go back in time and you butt fuck yourself. Very gay, okay? okay. Just just even thinking about I just that imagine is more, pretty gay. I imagine it more self hating than gay, but whatever you want to call it. I think I think it's both. <laughs> All right, so I, I hope that answered your question there, Eric. No, a guy that's not Eric Mana, another Aussie. Tazzy, Tazzer. Um, people call the Sick and Wrong Hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. We're always willing to uh, ponder your gay questions. Obviously, we put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. And uh, but but we also answer other questions as well. Got a couple of emails, sickroompodcasthotmail.com. Got an email here from Iowa girl who we haven't heard from in a while. She says, as usual, I'm behind listening to the podcast. A few back, you guys were talking about some guy getting a blowjob from a calf. Being an Iowa farm girl from way back, I can answer some of your questions. Number one, calves have a serious sucking instinct and will suck anything that gets near them. 
What did I tell you? They're also really strong. You can give them a finger to suck on. The next thing you know, you're in up to your elbow. Second, calves do not have upper teeth, and the lower teeth are smooth, wide, and flat. It's all, it's all sounds good. It's all pointing to go right now. <laughs> Third, a suckling calf stands about as high as a man's crotch. Iowa girls put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, no, and it's actually um, kind of sounds good right now. You know, I mean, it's, all, all, all points are pointing to go. If you had a calf in here and I left, you're telling me you wouldn't put your dick in its mouth? If I went back in time, I'd fuck it in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth, because of the above, I'm sure farm boys have been getting blowjobs from calves since the dawn of time. Not from cows, though, because they lose the sucking instinct when they grow up. Mm-hmm. Finally, Wackerly, if your dick is the size of a cow's teat, you have my sympathy. They're smaller than you think. About twice the diameter of a finger and about the same length. The consistency is about the same as a dick, though. The consistency? Yeah, I don't understand how that means. <laughs> Twice as wide as a finger and about the same length? Yeah, that's it. Dude, that's not very big. Oh, come on. <laughs> I wonder if she's saying We're talking about Will Chamberlain's she's finger, saying, right? Erect. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, there you go. Um, I, you know, I probably still would not have my, uh, my, my dick sucked by a, a calf, but Listen, I can understand. I have a girl, just wait till I get my jowl dick. <laughs> You'll be satisfied. Just wait till I'm about 65. I can understand uh, wh- wh- why people do. So thanks for clearing that up there, Iowa girl. Got another, here, another email here from uh, Don who says, uh, here's a photo. He attached a photo I sent to Phoenix while he was having dinner with Duramater from last week. Um, you know what? But though he didn't actually attach the photo. He sent oh, it, but he didn't attach the photo. Stoners. But at the same time, I was somewhat relieved because I don't really want to see a picture of his balls on uh, Phoenix's computer game equipment. I don't want to see them, but I want to have it. It'd be a good thing to have, yeah. Because you could email us that Phoenix guy every day. Uh, by the way, he's my brother-in-law, so my balls are usually in his sister's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's this guy's name? Don. He's the best. Lastly, can Phoenix and I get a plug for our own podcast? Named the Failcast. You know, Don, just because you said that line previously, yes, you can get a plug. <laughs> the link is uh, www.thefailcast.com. We should be on iTunes soon, um, as soon as we can pay for an RSS feed. Thanks for getting me through my work week. Keep it sick and wrong, Don. Uh, postscript I hadn't manscaped in quite a while, so my sack was extra grisly. Thanks again for not attaching that photo because that would have stuck. That would have been burned on my retina. But go check it out, failcast.com. I haven't had a chance to check out the show. Uh, the, you know, obviously, they're a, uh, a newer podcast. They probably don't have that many episodes, but uh, hopefully uh, people go check it out. So thefailcast.com. Thank you, Don, and uh, enjoy Phoenix's sister. Yeah. Uh, people, send emails to sickaroundpodcast at hotmail.com. We always love to hear from you. And if your email didn't get read this week, it might be read next week. If you haven't already, sign up for the Sick and Wrong Forum. Right now, there's over 3,700 people on that thing. A lot of accounts. A lot of action. A lot you, of activity. You always, you always quote the number, then you stare at me. Yeah. Like I just want to see if you're impressed. I'm impressed. You're impressed. But I wish more people posted. I actually do. I know. And less lurkers, more posters. We all wish that. But, you know, I am impressed with the number of hot, sexy form chicks that we have. Yeah. Even though someone did put up a thread saying, form girls exposed. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they Googled the names, and it just totally shattered yeah. my illusion on some of them. If you Google my name, some interesting things come up. Yeah. And we, we proved that last week. Um, I think my favorite thing from the forum, though, was that picture at the Irish football match of the Ninja Grope. 
Yeah. The dude reached from like two rows back and still grabbed a girl's tit. It isn't a front page picture. Yeah, I wonder did were they commenting on that or did they just post a picture? I just think that's standard practice in Ireland. <laughs> so uh, people go check out that's the sick and wrong. Proposing for marriage, <laughs> the Irish proposal. <laughs> that's an Irish proposal. It's got to be some Guinness involved. Yeah. Uh, people go check out the sick and wrong forum. You can li- it's linked right off of our main page, sickandwrongpodcast.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the show on iTunes and please leave us a comment. Give us a five star rating. Uh, we've been getting a, you know, we we kind of kind of get a steady number of uh, comments and ratings every week. But uh, yeah, it's a great way to promote the show, and uh, a lot of people find out about us through iTunes. So thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes. Also, if you haven't already, what the fuck's your problem? Buy a goddamn T-shirt or a pack of stickers. Pack of stickers, exactly. We got new shirts available at the Sick and Wrong store and new John Wayne Gacy Sick and Wrong stickers. Fan designed. Fan designed. A fan designed those stickers, and we're selling them right at the Sick and Wrong store. When you buy a shirt, I throw in a bunch of free stickers anyway. So there's an but incentive. you can just get the stickers. But you can also, Cheaper. if you already own a shirt, you can also just buy your own stickers. Five for six bucks, I but believe. It, but it really is the best way to support the show. You know, we never ask for donations, but we do ask that you wear a t-shirt around because people can check it out. It's a yeah. uh, conversation piece. Yeah. It helps us promote But if you show. have a crappy car, it really needs a sick and wrong sticker on the bumper. I actually think that's a good idea. And it's small enough that when you get pulled over and you're high as shit and there's a you know bottle of half empty bottle of wild turkey in the passenger seat, the cop's not going to see the sticker. But chicks at the mall will see the sticker and they'll know you're cool. Especially the girls that hang out at the Hot Topic because they'll be like, John Wayne Gacy? Yeah. Well, what's that pentagram on your shirt? <laughs> I'm going to come home and uh, have sex with you. That's usually how it happens for me. Pipe dreams. <laughs> So go buy yourself a shirt. Uh, Sick and Wrong store is linked right off our main page, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent in by JPTM. He writes in, hey, dickheads, I love the show. Wanted to send in this beauty of a song from the 90s. Funny story about this tune. It was released on a benefit CD in 95 called Angels on Horseback for a charity to help children and women that have been raped in Texas. (laughs) Then people heard the lyrics of the song and they freaked out. Have a listen, and I think you'll understand why. The band is called Trough, which is a great name for a band. Uh, well, I can see how the, the Texas people thought it was horse-related. Yeah, they probably did think it was like horses drinking out of a trough. And the song is called Don't Make Me. They were somewhat infamous for flinging fecal sandwiches into the audience during the shows. It's uh, really not that bad of a tune at all, though. Uh, here's a link to, to the uh, story about the controversy. So apparently... Uh, uh, Trough's contribution, Don't Make Me, is a uh, lovely acoustic ode to anal rape, containing the poignant lyrics, In your ass you say no, don't piss me off, don't make me, shove it, slam it, in your ass, you know what I'm going to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Now, as an added bonus, uh, the singer included a lyric sheet with a CD to make sure listeners didn't miss a grunt. It's nice that they included this on the Rape Benefit CD. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I, apparently this is probably their their least offensive song, so... It's similar to the relationship we have with the Reach Around Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> we, at you some know. point, had to transfer over to adamandeve.com. I wonder if this ruined their career, if they're still around. Hopefully not. He writes, enjoy and stay sick and wrong, bastard sons of hell. He also says, I'm just trying to write a decent song, and he includes the name Zim and the uh, website decentsong.com. 
I don't know if uh, that's I have his. No idea what that uh, yeah, means. I don't know if that's his his uh, website or what. So we're gonna end the show here with Trough. Don't make me. Sent in by JPTM. People, everyone out there um, in the states, uh, you limeys. I guess you can just go eat fish and chips like you'd normally do on Thursday. But everybody else in the United States listening to the show, happy Thanksgiving. Right. And uh, eat lots of food, gorge yourselves, watch the Lions lose horribly. Who else and, plays uh, in the afternoon? I, I don't know. Does it matter? Uh, yeah. Okay, I, I have no I idea. I heard it earlier. I can't remember. But watch some football. You know, Spend some quality time real with football. your family. Yeah, real football. American football. Um, but spend some quality time with your hand family. Egg. Yeah, hand egg. Watch some hand egg. Uh, <laughs> spend some quality time with your family or spend some quality time with your girlfriend's family for all you whipped guys out there. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, episode 203. Till then, take it sleazy.
I'm Bree. And we are so fake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye. No, we're like, okay, Shay and Bree are from Hawaii, right? So there is we're seven fire shit down here. And we're listening to Sick and Wrong. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.